Welcome to the Next Level Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Julianne Kirkland, best-selling author and life coach. Join me each week to learn more about the strategies, tools, and mindset needed to arise from the overwhelm and create a joyful life you love. To learn how you can work with me further or to get your free copy of my book, The Water Walker, check out juliannekirkland.com. Also, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode because the best version of you begins on your next level of faith. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Next Level Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Julianne Kirkland. I'm so happy that you keep joining me here week after week. Today, I'm talking about daring to believe God is who he says he is. As I sit recording this episode today, we are halfway through May of 2021. In 2020, over 2 million women left the workforce and are still seeking for their voice to be heard in the marketplace, to financially be able to contribute to their families, and to fulfill the calling God has on their lives. I, too, for all intents and purposes, left the workforce, the brick-and-mortar workforce, that is, and I leaned fully in to growing my coaching business online. Due to a mandated shutdown, I closed the doors of my salon company on March 20th, 2020, and I never reopened them. It was the day before the quad's fifth birthday, and I remember feeling so broken, hopeless, and confused. There I was about to celebrate the birth of one of the greatest miracles in my life, my babies, the ones that taught me how to believe God is who he says he is no matter what the reality of the situation is, no matter what the professionals told me, I dare to believe God. And on the other side, I was now mourning this loss of a baby, my my business baby, that is, (laughs) the one that taught me to to trust God to move in ways that are beyond my way of thinking. It's funny, this is not the direction I intended to take this episode, but I'm being led by the Holy Spirit right now. So I know this message is for someone. You see, I wanted so badly for God to fix the conditions and circumstances for which my company was in, you know, the global pandemic. I knew he could. He had come through for my business so many times before. Surely he would do it now. I should just be still and know, right? Like we love to just quote that one when we don't know what to do. (laughs) But ironically, that is exactly what God was wanting me to do. But I later learned that the meaning of still in that scripture, it means to let go. God often leads me back to Matthew chapter 14 and those unforget in that unforgettable scene where Peter walks on the water. I mean, I'm, I'm so often led back to that scripture that my entire book, The Water Walker, points back to that message. <laughs> and this is what I've learned from that scripture as it relates to where God was leading me by closing my salon company. It's this. Peter would have never gotten out of that boat. He would never have walked on the water if Jesus had calmed the storm first. Take a second and let that sink into your spirit, because I know some of you are in a storm right now, and I know you've been praying for Jesus to clear it. 
Instead of calming the storm first, Jesus told Peter to come. And in sheer faithful obedience, Peter didn't look to the right or to the left, but straight ahead into the eyes of Jesus. And he began to walk on those roaring waters. Peter dared to believe God is who he says he is. It wasn't until he took his focus off of Jesus to the storm around him that he began to sink. Losing my salon company was hard. I felt like God wasn't hearing my cries for help. Now I see that he not only heard me, but that his no as the answer to the prayer I was praying was because he had a greater yes for me. But he needed all of me. He needed my focus to be on him and not the storm. He was leading me out of my Egypt to deliver me into my promised land. Now, here, a year and some months later, after wandering in my own wilderness for a period of time, praise Jesus, it didn't cost me 40 years for an 11-day trip, but I did wander. I did question his goodness for me. I did complain over his provision. I did place my hope in other things. I metaphorically did the same things as the Hebrews did all those thousands of years ago. Thankfully, the Holy Spirit had me writing a book that kept me in God's word constantly, surrounded by his truth. So I didn't wander long. Now here I am in 2021. I have a best-selling book. I've been speaking on stages. Yes, they were virtual, but to a global audience. My coaching business is growing. I train students for Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi's mastery program. I have an ever-expanding podcast, and I'm making more money now than I ever have before. And I'm not telling you this to impress you, but rather to impress upon you that God is who he says he is. His promises are yes and amen. His plans for you are good and they far exceed anything you could have dreamed up on your own. God is calling us to a life of faith. And Hebrews eleven six reminds us that without faith, it's impossible to please God. It was Abraham's faith that was credited to him as righteousness. Not in the the things that he did. It was his faith. Faith is an action word. Faith is what is required to get out of the boat and to walk on the water. Open your eyes and see your reality. I'm not saying pretend it doesn't exist. You know, so often people look at believers in their prayer life and they're like, Um, Do you not see what's happening? Do you not see the reality of the situation? No, you still see it. You still open your eyes and you still see the reality. But then you close your eyes and you believe that God is who he says he is. And he is bigger than the reality you are experiencing. And I want to challenge you today. Dare to believe God is who he says he is. Dare to believe you can trust him. Dare to believe he cares for you. Dare to believe he loves you and he wants his best for you. 
Dare to believe the dream he placed on your heart will be brought to fruition. Dare to believe. Because when you do so, and you start walking out in faith, you start trusting God. And that faith pulls you forward. It gets you out of the boat. It helps you to take one step forward. That's when you're living That's joy. That's life. That's what God intended. His ways are so much higher than ours. And he's a good, good father. You know, we can tend to focus on all the times we've received the no. All the times that that we didn't get what we wanted. All the times that we were disappointed. It's easy to focus on that. But if you really take a minute and you really start to think about it, think about all the times that God has come through for you, that God has said yes. And you'll begin to shift your perspective because he's come through for you probably more than you're giving him credit for. Because it's in those quick yeses that we can tend to make that about us, that it was in our own strength, that it was what we did. We can take the focus off of the one who provided it for us and we can say, oh, look what I did. Oh, yay, that worked, yay me. That's not how it's supposed to be. So if you're getting a no right now, God wants you to know, <laughs> K-N-O-W, that he has more for you. That his provision is greater. That his desire for you is all-encompassing. He sees things that you don't see. He knows things that you don't know, that your mind cannot comprehend. I always am baffled by that verse because I'm like, really, Lord, like your ways are higher than mine. Your thoughts are higher than mine. You can do super abundantly more than my mind can even imagine because, y'all, I'm a dreamer. (laughs) Like (laughs) my mind can imagine some things, you know what I mean? I can I can go above and beyond an imagination and my vision and to know that God is even bigger than all of that, than my wildest dreams. Like I get, I get Holy Spirit goosebumps every time I think about it. And the best part is, is that I get to believe him for that. I get to believe he is who he says he is. I get to believe that his word will not return to him void. And I get to believe that his plan for my life is good. And if it's not all good right now, then he's not done yet. And I get to believe that. And I hope you will too.
Dare to believe, my friends. Dare to believe. All right. That's all I have for you today. Thank you for joining me. I so enjoy this time getting to share God's message with you. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you haven't yet, share with a friend that you know that this message would serve. And if you want to learn more about how you can work with me one-on-one, head over to www.juliannekirkland.com. And let's get on a call. Have a beautiful day, my friends. And remember, the best version of you begins on your next level of faith. Bye for now.